James. Hey, Duncan. How are you, dude? Uh, I'm doing well, thanks, mate. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah. Um, all right, welcome to Cloud Strip, which is a podcast where James and I talk about a topic. Today, it's about how you are in, in working with others, mainly at a workplace. And so we're going to compare and contrast two different approaches, one which we'll call the Ted Lasso approach and one which we'll call the Michael Jordan approach. Mm. These are going to be oversimplifications of these people. So obviously, Jordan is a multifaceted, complex human, but we're going to just make a sort of one-dimensional version of him. And then we're going to make a one-dimensional version of Ted Lasso and then compare those two things. It, 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 at the beginning, on the face of it, doesn't sound like an intuitive, um, you know, dynamic duo, but I think we can, we can definitely uh, go a little bit deeper and make it a lot more engaging. James shared a quote with me just now, which I love. Do you want to do it, James? Okay, well, no, I think we've got to set it up with the quote that you shared the first. But only this, so there, there is no I in team. Oh, there it is. If you look between the A, there's actually a little I inside of an A, and that's where the asshole of the A is. So there actually is an A in there. Have a look up the um, GIF online or the image online. Yeah. It's, in the, it's in the hole of the A, or the, the A yeah. hole, the A's the hole. A hole. The A's <laughs> hole. I thought that was I thought that was quite cheeky, but it um, when you know researching the topic of Michael Jordan, I came across a, a, a beautiful little um, you know proverb where he came he came to the realization there is no I in team, but there is in win. <laughs> that is so good, um, <laughs> and this is like something I think is interesting. So they, they say, and I, I got this I think from Freakonomics that. The best player in basketball team can win you championships, like a Jordan mm. and LeBron, right? Mm. And so in some sports, the best player matters the most. doesn't say the other players don't matter, but the best player is most important. In some sports, the worst player matters the most. So soccer, they say the worst player matters the most. It's like if that person allows the ball to get through and then that, that team gets a run, they get a goal, you know, mm. it's kind of curtains. And then something like AFL, which is Aussie League football, Aussie... I thought it was Aussie rules football. Whatever. Um, I don't even know what AFL stands for. Australian uh, Football Aussie. League. I, God, here we I like sport. <laughs> Go team. Um, the, the, um, the, the team matters the most. Um, and, and you see this when people speak. Like when you see AFL, you know, people speak, it's always about the team. And the coalescing of the team together really matters. You know, one player can't win you a premiership or a championship, right? Mm. Um, whereas mm. in, in basketball, it more is. And so it becomes more about... Jordans or something. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting way. I think you could probably look at it at work as the same thing. Like some companies, it's like, I don't know, it's Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates or a, uh, you know, Warren Buffett or, or mm. whatever, right? And yeah. then other ones, it's about the team. Yeah. Well, it, it, it comes back to the concept of a team of champions versus a champion team. And you have, you know, this, this, this idea that you give, which is, well, in basketball, um, you know, because it's a high scoring game, it's, it's very fluid. Like, you know, you, when the ball is up your end of the court, the expectation is for you to score. And so mm. when you have that as a, you know, as a game model and you have a small number of people on your team, right? There's only five people on the court for any one point in time. You, mm. you have much more leverage as an individual, which is what, why I would suggest that a team of champions um, had more impact. Whereas soccer, you've got double the numbers, 11 people, and it's a very low scoring game. Uh, and so maybe that's why you would think, you know, having a champion team would be much more important then. Mm. I just thought, I was just looking at him. So James and I tried to do a bit of planning for these things. Um, and he's written a, a couple of wooden quotes. I think it's a wooden quote. Show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. <laughs> just, like, it's just like hardcore. It's like losing is not an option. Um, and so it's just, <laughs> And I think that we do. So we're going to set up these two kind of caricatures of these humans, the Jordan caricature and the Ted Lasso caricature. And I would say that Jordan, um, you know, I did like basketball in the 90s. I think that, you know, Jordan helped popularize it and make NBA like the most popular sport on earth. And I think people say that he was like as famous as like Bill Clinton or something, you know, the most famous people on earth in the 90s were like Jordan and Bill Clinton or something, right? Um, anyways, um, my read on this, and most of it, this is taken from The Last Dance, which is a Netflix series, is that Jordan was extraordinarily hardcore um, and intense, um, and it was about winning, right? Mm. Uh, and it might have been like, show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Um, and I suppose nobody likes to 
I think, lose. Or they don't want to play in a team that's not winning, right? Mm. But you can go about winning in many ways. And there's the like hardcore, in-your-face, intense approach. Yeah. Yelling, you know, our stuff, which we'll call the Jordan approach. And someone like Luke Longley, who is the Australian, there's a um, thing on him, on Australian Story on ABC. And he says point blank that he didn't think that Jordan needed to be that intense. He could have got better results, even. I don't know what he means, you know, if he was still pushing people, but didn't need to be quite so harsh, quite so hard on people, such a hard mm. taskmaster. So that's one end. And the other end is the Ted Lasso approach. So Ted Lasso is a coach, he's from the, the TV series Ted Lasso. And mm. one of the things I say is that he's known for creating great locker room environment. And if you create a good right locker room environment, you have the foundations. So to me, the foundations upon which a team are built is relationships. Mm. If you have great relationships, you can build a great team. And if you build a great team, you can work mm. well together and the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Mm. So this, this is a different approach. Yeah. So one is, I'm the best player. I'm going to work myself to the core. I'm going to then for, you know, get on your case and make you be better, right? The other is, I'm going to create a great locker room environment. I'm going to create great relationships. People are going to coalesce together and then the team is going to turn into that beautiful, a champion team beats a team of champions. Yep. And so to me, this is two totally different approaches. Yeah, and I think it, you could probably boil it down to what does winning mean to these two archetypes? So I think like for Jordan, um, it's, winning means it's the pinnacle. It is the, it's, it's like that end state of winning the championship, knowing what it's like um, to you know overcome all obstacles, but also mm. all other adversaries. So it's actually, you know, to use um, you know, our recent um, consideration, it's, it's actually quite zero sum. Like for Jordan, it is about being the best to the detriment of all others. And it is being like singular in his focus. It's not being like simple minded or anything, but he's like he has one clear goal in his mind and that's to win championships. Where I think with Ted Lasso, um, it, it's more, it's, it's not about to be the best uh, in terms of winning the championship. I think it's more about winning for him means it, you know, being the best person you can be or being the best team you can be. Uh, and the end is not the um, the focus, it's the journey. Uh, and then that also um, contrasts to Jordan's, um, you know, it's about winning the, this one game, to Ted Lasso, it's about a game of games. It's about the long, the, you know, the, over the long term, how are you as a person um, going to, you know, live up to the best potential in your life? Yeah, I think... Maybe, you know, we're talking about sports analogies here, but work is not like sport most of the time. Like, there's not like a championship, you know, the grand final. There aren't points often that you're scored. You know, there's a definitive winner and loser of every match. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like this ongoing, you know, most jobs, and I'm sure they're all sort of different, sort of talking white collar, don't have a season. It just never, it just never ends, Joan. There's no clear scoreboard. And so to me, um, even if you're playing something traditional sport like basketball i'm not sure jordan's approach is the right approach it's hard to say that it wasn't effective but but he he said that you know he needed a break for a couple of reasons one you know his, his father being killed is, is obviously tragic but he said that he was also burned out from sort of pushing himself mm. um you know too much and needed a year off um or you know and so to me um that it, it may work you got you know the premiership and then you've got your, your summer holidays or whatever where you can take a break um but work just isn't sort of like that um and to me, um, you know, basketball's five players, whatever, you know, soccer 11, you know, AFL 18, and some companies are 100,000. This is a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, and so I think that even in a space like basketball, I'm going to put forward that I think the Ted Lasso approach, the let's get on well, let's encourage each other, let's, you know, push in the right way, is the better approach. Mm. Uh, but that in a workplace where you can't have such defined premiership matches, uh, alcohol, etc., you know, then then you're you're much better with the Ted Lasso approach. Well, it's a, it's interesting because when I think about people, um, you know, uh, titans of industry who emulate Jordan's, you know, persona, they also seem to have a very fixed goal. Like example, Elon Musk, like we're going to get to Mars. So mm. even mm. even though like all of the things he's doing in Tesla uh, and SpaceX, just to use those two examples, uh, just you know perpetually impacting us in ways that um, you know improve themselves on on an ongoing basis, 
he still has this clear vision in his mind in the future, which is like getting up, getting humans to Mars, like, um, you know, uh, like what, whatever the, the word is, becoming interplanetary species. Whereas mm. I feel like when you're looking at, uh, you know, leaders who are more fixated on, you know, growing the company over the long term without having to have like, you know, Satya Nadella, <laughs> is that the right one? Yeah. Satya? Um, Microsoft it, CEO, yeah. It, 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 it's not as singular in terms of what Microsoft, to me at least it seems, um, objectives are. It's really just about empowering uh, enterprises through productivity, better productivity tools. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is a really good analogy. I know we talk about these people a lot, but I, I think you could say that Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Elon Musk are the Michael Jordan school of management. Mm. And I think you might say that Satya Nadella, my current Microsoft CEO, uh, you know, Sundar Pichai, current Google or Alphabet CEO, um, somebody else like Jack Welsh from GE, um, are much more of the Ted Lasso school of, of um, management. Mm. And I think you could say that they're all extraordinarily effective. Um, but I'd personally prefer to work for someone like Ted Lasso, but mm. I suppose maybe with the sort of ideas as of like, I don't know, whatever, Bill Gates. So maybe this is an equation. The, the, the outcome is your input value times how good you are to work with. Mm. The better your input value, the more you can get away with being bad to work with, right? And I'm not saying <laughs> that they're not inspiring, but they're, they're also sometimes draining. Mm. So that's a good way of looking at it. Jordan's effective, Jordan's inspiring, you know, but you don't need to be draining. He was draining for himself. He needed to have time off. He was burned out, right? And arguably draining for others. Like I would say that Luke Longley would have said that he was draining for him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and so to me, um, you want the best of all worlds. You want fantastic input. You want to be great to work with and you want to be energizing for yourself and energizing for others. And I just don't get the feeling like, you know, Elon Musk blowing out neurons, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We have to go at an urgent pace else we might not have a chance of getting there. I'm like, I remember the whole Derek Sivers thing he used to ride to work and he used to go at, um, you know, as hard as he could, 100%, and he'd get there yeah. all hot and bothered. And then he did it at like 90% and it took two minutes longer. But he got to enjoy the ride and look at the mm. light in the trees and chill out. And so it was like a, ir, ir, you know, irrelevant an extra amount of time. But... Um, you know, much, much better outcome. That's kind of what I'd argue the lasso thing is. Mm. Well, so maybe another way to think about it is like, how is, how is your mindset like determined by the way in which, you know, you play out this Ted Lasso versus Jordan archetype? So let me, let me give you an example. Like when, when you think about Jordan, it's win at all costs, right? Uh, and, and that to me seems uh, like highly correlated to this, you know, survival mindset of you know it's it's about you know you live or you die you win or you lose like everything's on the line we i i have to do whatever it takes because if i don't win then that's like tantamount to death yeah whereas with the ted lasso it's like well um firstly you know compare that to like higher mind thinking which is you know it's not about survival anymore it's about how can we transcend ourselves as much as possible and so you look at that in a more uh, integrated way with how you work with others, how you inspire and you motivate others, but you also look at that in a longitudinal way in terms of like, look, hey, it, it, this is not about life or death. Like, we're, we, we can actually, I don't know if it's having the luxury, but we, like, we, we have the opportunity to look more um, you know, down the line in terms of what do we want out of ourselves? What do we want out of each other? How can we become the best versions of ourselves? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Like, I don't know, like this is the thing, one of the things is like, who do you want to meet more? Mm. And despite aspiring to be more like Ted Lasso, I want to meet Jordan more. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Despite well, saying that, yeah. that Steve Jobs, you know, would fire people in the lift and would ring up and scream and other stuff. I want to meet Steve Jobs more than I want to meet Satya Nadella. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, like also like Jobs, um, to me, could have a laugh. Um, he, he, did, he posted some silly things. He did some silly jokes on stage. He responded, you know, but also like extraordinarily intense. Maybe this is the, the word, like there's intensity in Jobs. There's intensity in 
Jordan. There's intensity in Elon, right? Mm. Um, and it just is it unnecessary intensity? Like, I feel like they're, they're still obviously great humans, but they, they, they could be better. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, not better, um, maybe more wholesome or more balanced or something where it doesn't, yeah. you know, tip over into this extreme version of someone in this, you know, operating in this way. Um, and, 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 you know, to Jordan's credit, he, he, he likes to have a good time as much as the rest of us, right? So, you know, always enjoys a good game of golf. Um, you know, he will celebrate harder than anyone when he actually does win. But I think that's kind of, um, you know, it speaks to this kind of intensity mindset, which is I have I have fixated myself on this goal and I'm going to dedicate all of my blood, sweat and tears towards achieving that. And once I have reached that pinnacle, like it's, it's kind of like I can finally, you know, re- you know, I don't know if it's being released or if it's having that moment of realization. Um, but it's, 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 to me, it's just a real interesting dichotomy to someone like a Ted Lasso hmm. who is almost a, is a, is about celebrating every moment and hmm. I think he might actually like when I when I watch Ted Lasso I don't think of him having a dualistic um, personality like Jordan is just like I'm in the win mode or I'm in like party mode where I think Ted yeah. Lasso, he just is. And it's all about like, well, this is what is I bring to Is it party mode the whole time? Is that hmm. the way of looking at it? Well, I don't know if it's party mode, but I think it's like very positive mode because he hmm. p- might be of the um, you know persuasion that just by being positive and constructive, we can talk about that later, um, hmm. get the most out of every interaction. Yeah, it's... it's so... It's not about, I suppose, or, it's about and, you know? What are the best bits of Jordan and what are the best bits of Ted Lasso? And can you be both? You don't, ha- you don't have to be one or the other. They're not at either ends of a continuum. You, you just can't be both. And so to me, um, I'd argue that's what Luke Longley was saying. That Jordan, mm-hmm. with less intensity and less, you know, get other people's faces and, you know, telling them to lift, you know, et cetera, um, would have been better than how he was. Mm-hmm. And so to me... It's really interesting that like to, to get to be great, you know, you're not born able to walk or talk. You've got to do the upgrades. And there's a some level of maniacalness that's sort of needed to be able to put in that work, that, that work ethic. Do you know what I mean? You're just compounding, 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 knowledge, whatever. Shooting, 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 shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, um, that kind of, like to, to become the best, I suppose, requires the highest work ethic there is. Mm. Right, <laughs> um, because you know, if you want to be the best at whatever engineering, you know, uh, jo- uh, Elon, the best at UX, Steve Jobs, the best at basketball, Jordan, right? You got to do the work, so you've kind of got to work harder than anybody else. And I think every, I think it's reasonable to say that these these people have worked harder than anybody else, right? Yeah. And so a second order outcome of working that hard is intensity. It's just probably not able to do it without being intense like that, right? Yeah. Um, and that. Intensity pervades. So it's like, okay, here's the trick. How can you do the work without having the intensity with it? Or is it just impossible? I think that it's possible, but that it's much more likely that you're intense mofo. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, if you try to game theory this, like, what is the approach with the least amount of risk? Right, so every approach I would say has risk to it, but when you're someone like Jordan, I'm sure his mindset was or his thinking was if I over index on intensity, that's going to have the lowest risk to um, the outcome that I want. And so, you know, 100% is a lot easier than 99%. And if you just go all in on oh intensity, my God, that's great. did you just come up with that? No. No, that's a, that's a um, I don't know who quoted it, but it's yeah, hundred percent is easier than ninety nine percent because you're just all in. You're not managing your intensity levels, right? So this is what happens when Jordan's like, right, I have a goal. This is my objective. I'm all in. It's not like I'm just going to try and like you know, slightly push my foot on the pedal and like get to sixty and then see what yeah. seventy is like. It's just like no, I'm yeah. in, and this is my this is my goal. So that's yeah. 
we saw, and, and I think we knew what was driving him because he yeah. always talks about failure as his teacher, right? He, he failed in high school. He was dropped out of team like multiple times. He um, talked about at length in his um, Hall of Fame speech about how much he was rejected, how much he was overlooked, how much he was seen as a failure. But he used that to drive him, to inspire him further. So mm. I, I think it made the most sense in his mind that I was going to be this intensive person in order for me to get the outcome that I wanted. They say nice guys finish last, um, but <laughs> the, the, I think it's actually the opposite. If you're last, you have to be nice, right? Because if you're last and you're a douchebag, no one's gonna to speak to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so to me, um, Jordan was not last, you know, he was first, you know? And so to finish first, you've got to have hardcore intensity because you've got to do the work. Like, so yeah. first equals hardest work ethic equals done the most hours of upgrades, right? That's yeah. the only way I'm aware of, right? Yeah. And not just that, that you've been intense, that you, when you get knocked down, you get up, right? Because you almost everyone's going to take hits right? mm. and no one just wins everything they've ever done, right? So there's two things required to become the best. The most hardcore work ethic Mm. and never letting any failure set you back. And you combine those together and you get Jordan, Jobs, Elon, Gates. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's kind of like a second order outcome of pushing yourself to be the best involves two things. The most number of work hours or the most upgrades and never letting you get knocked you know, down and not get up. Mm. And that steals you into this like hardcore intense mode, right? And so to me, Ted Lasso does not have the ability to manage how Jordan does because he's not the best, right? But this is the weird thing. If it's what the team that matters, right? So in a sport like basketball, Jordan can matter the most, right? But in most things, it's the team. But that's not true because in many companies, Jack Welch, you look at him leaving GE and it just has been a steady decline, right? Even like, I don't know how many people there are at... Um, you know, Apple went jobs left, but like 100,000. You know, I, I don't know how many people there are at Tesla, 50,000. Like I said, but those aren't like, you know, numbers that you should count on. Um, but there's lots, right? Lots. And one person makes them win. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, like, it's like far out. And to be, to be able to win with one person, you need to have one, done the work to be the best. And two, the only way that you continue doing the work is when you take hits you just get up again and again and failure is your teacher. Mm. And so it's almost like to be the best, you've got to be that maniacal. You've mm. got to be that intense. Yeah, well, when you're and that- as, Yeah, yeah. When, when you're that figurehead of the company, uh, you need to figure out a way to make yourself redundant. Otherwise, yes. the, yeah. the company suffers. And I think, you know, um, you know, Steve Jobs at Apple did a good job handing that over to, I've already forgotten his name. Um, Tim Cook, are you serious? Tim Cook, there we go. Hey. <laughs> Come on, I would say that we're relatively literate in the tech world and you don't know who Tim Cook is. I no, think he's dude. a hero. I think he's fantastic. Oh, he's, uh, he's very different to Jobs. Yeah, but, um, I, yeah, I, couldn't, yeah. I can't fault in any way, shape or form the job that he's done. Pun. Um, but, I, yeah, okay. Go on. So going back to your first point that I wanted to touch on, nice guys finish night last. And I want to expand on that because I would posit that Ted Lasso is the epitome of a nice guy. Um, yes. And so what I would say to that is that it's not that nice guys finish last, it's weak ones who do. And if you are nice by necessity, then that means it's because you're weak. So Ted Lasso, and that's great because I feel like, so I'm sure anyone who's seen season one will remember the scene where he's going up against his boss's ex-husband in a game of darts. And... <laughs> The, 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 the crux of that mo of that in exchange was how Ted Lasso, for all of his life, was always underestimated, or in other words, seen as weak, or seen as this nice guy who must finish last, right? And so I think what we do is we immediately, uh, well, we have a tendency to equate nice with niceness with weakness. And so with Ted Lasso, he said, well, mm. that's not on me, that's a judgment made by other people. If only mm. you were more curious 
and you learned more about me and you know in the in this situation if you had asked me like hey ted do you play darts it's like yes yes i do um anyway it was a very poignant um moment in the show and i just think that it really speaks to this semblance of like jordan was not a nice guy and he won but ted was a nice guy and he also in his own way i would say is winning as well well this is really interesting like what is winning <laughs> and sometimes right, exactly. it's, it's like there's a very clear defined we won six championship rings you know it's not open for debate right um but i i think you know they said the two key questions that philosopher asked what does it mean to live a good life and what is the common good and th the best questions can never be answered um and so to me um i don't think there is one way to live a good life i think that there are probably commonality in how to live a bad life but that there's you know <laughs> almost unlimited diversity in how to live a good life mm. and that even if i had managed to figure it out for what 37 year old duncan is today it's probably not going to be what it is 40 year old duncan you know it could be 10% different, it could be 100% different, who knows, right? Um, but to me, you know, I suppose part of what it means to live a good life is enjoying it. So hopefully, mm. to me, you help make the world better. Um, five days a week of purpose, one day a week of play, one day a week of peace. By five days of purpose, the underlying thing is to make the world better in a way that it wasn't. And during that five days a week of purpose, I want to be able to enjoy it. And I hope to be enjoyable to be around through that. <laughs> and I, I would say that Ted Lasso is enjoying it more than Jordan was, right? Mm. And that Jordan had a definitive time, you know, he's, he's not going to be able to be a championship basketball. I don't know how old he is, 50, you know? Um, whereas, you know, you can be at the top of your game from a sort of mental perspective when you're 50. You, you know, you can be top of your game when you're 90, frankly. Uh, in my, you know, opinion, look at, look at you know, Buffett and Frank, unfortunately, Murdoch. Um, but you probably can't physically, you know? Um, so to me, this is the key one. Like mm. Jordan enjoyed parts of it, but it was the hard work to get the like, you know, you did all the work for you need to, to do to get the H1 or something. But you didn't enjoy the work to get the H1, you just enjoyed getting the mark. I, I think most work doesn't have a mark. So there's no ability to derive for that. Mm. So if you're not enjoying the journey, there's no destination to enjoy, buddy. <laughs> so you're not enjoying any of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, so like, um, the, the, um, there are commonalities to living a bad life. We can agree on those. Uh, but I think we can also tease out that there are commonalities, perhaps, to living a good life. Then. And mm. it, it, it's this idea of, okay, so, you know, enjoying one's life could be one rubric. But it's, it's to this point, well, so, you know, for Jordan, winning was all about the end, that the result. Um, you know, the goal that you have in mind, whereas I would say Ted Lasso is more about the journey. And I think there is, there is some way, like if you have no goal, no um, uh, end in mind, then you're just wandering. Whereas if you are only about the goal, if you're only about the results and you will do anything to the detriment of other people to achieve that, then you, like you would say, Duncan, like you would almost like ruin the process and you would not be able to enjoy yourself um, in seeing that through. So it has this, 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 this um, you know, reliance on each of them. Like you, you, you would then, I would say, to have a good life, would have this balance between being able to set yourself a target, whether it is about you know creating you know good or value in the world, but also reaching for that in a way that makes you know the journey itself pleasurable, and maybe not just for yourself but those around you. It's not just about the climax. It's also about the, <laughs> the parts of the climax. I'm sorry. Um, like to, to me, um, most, like I think goals in the traditional sense, I'm not sure uh, how I operate my life. So I don't have a goal which is smart, specific, measurable, you know, attainable, relevant, time bound. Uh, I, I have, I want to ideally improve education. That's the mission of Ed Rollo. And the, the quantum of improvement each year in, goes up so that mm. this year is bigger than last year which is bigger than the year before and hopefully in an exponential fashion i want to like to continue that indefinitely right mm. so maybe they have just to find it in a smart fashion right um but normally there's the, the end point there is no end point yeah um I, you know pick find the biggest scariest problem you can um and go at it as hard as possible um excuse me so um to me 
I think this is part of it. Like, sure, if you're, you're playing sport, Jordan's approach might be more valid. But that approach is still applied, in my opinion, by people like Elon, by people like whatever, Jobs. And it's hard to say that I essentially think they're living bad lives. I think you can see both of them laughing. But the point is not that. It's like, could they do it better? Could they do better for themselves and for those around them? And I think the answer is yes. To me, it's it's really hard. It's really difficult to do, though. Um, mm. So, well, niceness to yourself and others. Like, you know, sorry, don't lie. Kindness is my religion. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Yeah. You can be kind and get ten out of ten results. You can be a douchebag and get zero out of ten results. <laughs> you know, they're, they're independent. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, yeah, I think Jordan understands this. Like, I remember in the in the last dance, he 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 talked about how he reflected on and understood that he was an intense character. He's like, yeah, I was hard on my teammates. Yeah, I was a hard person to play with and to to coach and to be around. But I knew how to win. You didn't. And so it feels like, you know, when you're, you know, down this end of the spectrum in Jordan's mind, and maybe it's the same for Elon. I I think, you know, Elon talks about like, I, I work 90 plus hour weeks and people still have the audacity to call me lucky. Like that's intense. And it's it's the same thing where he's talking about, well, I know what it takes and I'm doing in my in, in my belief what it takes in order to achieve my goal. And, you know, uh, Esther Perel um, once said like, you know, the air on Mount Olympus, it, it, the top of Mount Olympus it has the best view, but it's hard to reach it because not everyone can climb like to, to that height, mm. right? So the, mm. the view at the top is, is the best. It's, it is the pinnacle, yeah. but not everyone has what it takes. And I think Jordan, like if I were to assume I understood how his mind works, can see yeah. that in the sense that like not everybody around me has what it takes to climb to the top. So I'm going yeah. to pull my team members kicking and screaming with me yeah. uh, no, no matter what. And so I think that, I thought, I think he saw that as his kind of, his responsibility to be that intense because I think at the end of the day, his rubric was, his, his metric was championship and to, you know, to, to hell with everything else. Is it raison d'etre? Did I pronounce that right? You're not the person, you're not the person to ask this, which means reason for being in French. I like it, raison d'etre. Um, it was his reason for being. Um, like, so maybe we look at it from another lens. Who would you rather work for? Jobs or, or Jordan? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. Lasso or Jordan? Uh-huh. Who would you rather be friends with, Lasso or Jordan? And who would you rather party with, Lasso or Jordan? Oh, yeah. I can go first. Honestly, <laughs> I'd rather work for Jordan. <laughs> because he, he's like inspiring. Like, you know, part of it is, yes, you can build a wonderful team dynamic. There's nothing against that. It's extraordinarily important. And if you've got the best of both of them, obviously it's better than just, you know, either or, you know. Who would I rather be friends with? Jordan. <laughs> like, I love how he's like on camera with his like cigar, like chomping on it. And then he's talking about partying in like Vegas and other stuff. Like, yes, he was work hard, but he was also play hard, you know. Yeah. And then who would you rather um, be partying with? Well, Jordan. Do you know what I mean? And so it's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. It's like, it's just like a freaking clean sweep to Jordan. But <laughs> this doesn't mean I want to be Jordan. I would like to be the best bits of both Jordan and both Lasso. Um, mm. So I don't know, James, do you have any thoughts on this one? All right, so first of all, like no surprises here in terms of Duncan's choices. Um, to me, clear cut, obvious choices. Um, <laughs> but like, okay, so where, where can I level with you? So first of all, I would also choose Jordan to work for. And that is simply Why? because, well, for me, the people that I have not only enjoyed the most working for, or you know, um, you know, having as a leader in whatever organization or team I was a part of, um, but also those who I feel got the most out of me and helped my development in the most optimal way, were Jordan-esque people, were people who were very upfront about what is the goal, what is it going to take to get there, and I am going to push you. Like, you know, whether you, you know, whether you can stomach it or not to get to where I think we need to go. And so those, those types of leaders, and I still feel like, you know, you can do this well and you can do this very poorly. Um, the, the ones that I have 
most appreciated, I felt did it very well. Um, so that's why I would actually really like to work for someone like Jordan because I feel like that was, you know, I feel like we would be on a, a mission of, you know, high aspirations. Like, you know, these people, they don't, they don't mess around. They're going after a big, hairy, audacious goal. But they also know that to, to get there, they have to compel those around them to perform at a level beyond what they would otherwise be ab like capable of on their own. So here's an interesting way of looking at it. So, so go on. All right, um, just quickly, um, who would I want to be coached by? Can, Probably... I, can I say this before I forget, if it's okay? Sure. So Lasso makes one plus one equals three. Mm. Jordan makes each one into a two. So your, your output is a one. One plus one is three is a good team, right? Jordan yep. makes you into a two. So you don't see from a one to a two. And then kicking and screaming, he makes that two plus two into a six. So Lasso <laughs> is more making the team dynamics work. Jordan is leveling you up and making the team work together. Mm, so that's, yeah. does that seem like a reasonable articulation? Because like, for me, I've had um, some good, I suppose, bosses and badge when I learned. Yeah, but yeah, I've had yeah. ones that I have been inspired by. And all else equal, yeah. the bad bosses have been more inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Doug, I, I, think you're, I, I think you're going to like this. I uh, think, okay. I, I appreciate your, your formulas. I think Jordan is linear. Lasso is compounding. But is that so, the truth? Because Jordan, like... Well, so here's the thing. Like, someone look, like look Jordan... Look at Elon. Like, Elon is Jordan from some perspectives. Do you know what I mean? He, he, mm -hmm. From, a, like, a company perspective. And that is exponential. Like, if there's any exponential human ever, if you had just pick one, I pick, I pick Elon. <laughs> All right, but like Elon's not human for starters, and <laughs> an alien <laughs> <laughs> or a robot in a simulation, either or. Um, okay, like Elon kind of like breaks them all. But I think you know, to go back to this point around, like, how do you get the most out of people? Do you either inspire them or do you like? You know, like, do you do you compel through insights or through pain, right? And I think Jordan was pain. Jordan didn't sit the team down and be like, guys, I want you to visualize, you know, being at the top of that mountain. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> like, he was just like, hold hands, work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he was just Jordan. like, get your ass in the gym and just work, you know, like your you know, your tail off kind of thing. Whereas for Ted Lasso, it really was that. And I think in that way, you know, kind of like what you said earlier, like that just burned you out. Like Jordan got burnt out. And I don't think it was just all of the reasons we've already mentioned. Like a lot of it was also the hysteria around his public profile and how much uh, pressure he felt like he was under. But at the same time, it was his mindset, I think, that mm. it was just like push, 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 push. And I feel like Duncan, you know, you were like that for a while too. You were just like, I believe that, yeah. you know, um, it, it was hard all, possible. Yeah, I believe it was just There's only one speed. Possible. You, you 100%. Saw, you saw rest or whatever recovery as a as a bug, not a feature, kind of thing. Oh yeah, there so, was no such thing. You know, literally, I did not understand that rest could be recharging. I thought yeah. rest was waste. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like you know, it, it, Duncan yeah. has been on this lifelong journey of you know, slowly but surely moving down from the Jordan end of the spectrum towards the Ted Lasso, uh, and you know, uh, I think you're one of the few people I can at least name personally who has the wisdom of experience in operating at both levels. I hope I don't think I've been able to be Jordan level of uh, effective, um, and I don't think I'm able to be as kind of charismatic as. Well, it's not about Lasso. the effectiveness, but it's about the mindset. You have had yeah. both mindsets. Yeah, okay, I've had the mindsets. Um, whether I've not been able to be effective, I, don't, I just think the answer is no. Maybe this is the thing: like, what tools do you have in your your um, toolkit to be able to help? Do you have a carrot only, Lasso? Do you have a carrot and a stick? Do you have a carrot stick and? This new one called Inspiration. I love that right? carrot stick. Do you beat them with the carrot, do you? Yeah, no, but I think you've got a carrot, <laughs> a stick, and inspiration. So to me, I think the best players have all three. Hmm. Now, if you're not the best, you can't inspire, probably. Jordan, it's much harder. You probably have a carrot and a stick, though, if you're not the best. But then I would argue that Lasso is like 90% carrot. And so to be the most effective, you need the most number of tools then you need to use them well, right? Mm. It's just that what percentage do you use when? So is Jordan inspiring? You're goddamn bloody right he is. You know? <laughs> is, is Jobs inspiring? Yeah, hell yeah. Is Lasso inspiring? In a different way, yes. 
but not to the same magnitude. Do you mm-hmm. know, he's inspiring in how he's able to use carrots, you know, but he's not inspiring, inspiring. And so if you want to do something great, well, first of all, you've got to try to be on a path to be great. Like I say, you know, this is the Sam um, Altman quote. The only acceptable goal is to aim to be the best at what you are from a professional perspective. Now, you shrink, 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 shrink. Like, so I want, I want to be the best at making secondary math questions, secondary textbook math questions. It's not like the best at life, you know, <laughs> or mm. the best whatever. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's a relatively small uh, area, but it, it affects a lot of people because, you know, everyone is forced to do maths in all countries around the globe, right? So you get a lot of leverage. Um, but it's not like a known area to try to be the best in, right? So Jordan is using the inspiration stick or the inspiration thing and the stick one a lot. Carrot a little bit. I think Lasso does not have the same ability to use the inspiration one. Jordan might be able to do like a level 20 and Lasso can do like a level two on inspiration, right? Mm. And Jordan can wield a bigger stick because his inspiration is higher. So perhaps the size of the stick he can wield is related to the size of the inspiration stick, inspiration you know, wand you have, right? And so that, that leaves only the nice guy uh, implement, right? Mm. You know, the carrot. But I, I would argue that Jordan overused the, car- the stick, right? And underused the carrot. Mm. Um, and that Lasso doesn't have those same tools necessarily at his, in, at his disposal. So the only one he's really got is the carrot. So he's using that. Mm. So for me, I, I saw it differently and I'll, I'll, I'll try and do it in a... In, you mean you um, saw it wrong? Ha, well, ha, sorry. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if, you could, if you could sum Jordan up in one word, like, let's do this experiment, awesome. Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, he is but, awesome. There's no question. He's an right. awesome human. For yeah. me, it would be win, right? If if I could, just, if if we're Jordan, one word mm. it would be win. Ted, in one word, it would be belief. And oh I my feel, God, James, this is inspirational. <laughs> I mean, this is great. Respect. So, but like that's what I think about when I. Um, he writes. Uh, he writes believe, not yeah. belief. He writes believe. Didn't well, you I, say belief? I said belief. Right. Yeah. Got, he's, right, he's got. Yeah, he got believe in like you know in, in tape over the top of his door, yeah, and 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 that is his mindset, and that is about the the power to overcome whatever obstacle, whether it was winning a match, whether it was improving yourself as a person, or mm-hmm. you know in 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 like whatever relationship that you were trying to like um, cultivate, it was always like. If you have the mindset, if you if you believe, then that's what's going to get you there. Mm. And I and I think for like for me, I don't think um, Ted had carrots or sticks. Definitely hadn't didn't have any stick. But I, I can't think of what his carrot would be, right? Like here's your reward. Like here's your incentive. Like he never like to like my recollection was that he never talked about like here's what you get. Like um, you know you, you win you you'll be a champion or like, you know, to, to, in, in fairness, you can find them. Like he, he cared about getting back into the premiership league when he figured out what that was. Uh, but, <laughs> but like for me, it was like front row center. It was believe it was about inspiring yourself to become a better version of who you were yesterday. So I would say that his carrot was getting the team dynamic, right? The great locker room environment. Mm. And so he was, trying to be a nice, lovable dude. Like he kind of like just breaks you down mm. in terms of like, you don't necessarily respect him to begin with. Like I think a lot of them don't, but they do respect him in the end. Mm. And they do, he can, for one of a better term, inspire them to consider changing their approach. Not from I'm the alpha male, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. Jamie Tart, you know, which is maybe the sort of Jordan-esque character from, from that team to being wanting to be a better person, to wanting to be a team player. Um, so when I was referring to Carrot, he wasn't able to beat them with a stick to, to improve. He wasn't able to inspire them to want to be better. He only had the carrot of wanting them to try to be a part of a better team. Mm. And he was comfortable to try to like, you know, I don't know, use sort of tactics around that. Yeah. So to me, what I would purport or would put forward is that it's not or, it's and. Yeah. The best bits of Jordan and the best bits of Lasso. Yeah. Um, well- and... It's hard because I think to become Jordan, 
you need that crazy work ethic, which you build. You're not born with it, right? You just like so they say discipline is a muscle. Jocko will yeah. like discipline equals freedom, right? Freedom to be what you want. Yeah. But you don't have discipline, you can't build yourself into anything. And so then you do the time you do the work, right? Mm. And that it becomes easier and easier to work. So for me, uh, you know, at uni, I was not very good at working. I was very good at slacking off, right? <laughs> and I, I finally found a, a job where I wanted to work. Not, I didn't want to do it because I got the grades or so I got a promotion or something. I just wanted to do it because I, I thought it was worthwhile doing. And I moved from trying to get good grades at the minimum amount of work to try to work as much as possible. And then it got hard to not work. You know, but it was a, a total sea change. Mm. Um, and then the other part is like, you know, you've got to take hits. Almost everyone's going to take hits. And you can either post-traumatic stress or post-traumatic growth. What are you doing, right? And so post-traumatic growth, failure is my teacher, right? And if you combine that work ethic plus post-traumatic growth, you get intensity, right? That just is what it is. So once you've reached that, you've got to then come out of intensity and learn to do like nice guy. Mm. Learn to do don't use the stick and others aren't working as hard as me, so they're weak, you know? Come on. I never asked anyone to do anything I didn't do, Jordan, mm. right? Mm. And that they're not doing it means that they're weak, right? Yeah. And perhaps, but you know, he would just walk in and stick. I did it, where's you, right? Um, and so to me, of course, I think stick should be part of it, but I think he probably overused the stick. And so to me, the, the hard part is learning to build yourself and do the work ethic, mm. learning to pick yourself up when you get knocked down, but then learning to be nice and to be Ted Lasso, you know, to, mm, to work yeah. on using the carrot as much as possible, not the stick as much as possible. Yeah. So, so, so a visual uh, cue could be, you know, if, if you just if you beat people too hard with the stick, they're going to be too uh, beaten and bruised to enjoy the carrot. And if you feed people too many carrots, they're going to be too fat and full to be able to get motivated by the stick. So <laughs> yeah. it, it goes back to this idea of, um, and I, I feel like for me, at least everything in life, it comes back to finding balance. Uh, and you know, the idea of Ted Lasso and the idea of Jordan and what they represent, um, we can see what, where, what happens, where it goes to the extreme of one or the other. And I just want to make sure we touch on this before we run out of time, but one of the, um, one of the dimensions I feel has a really good um, overlap with Ted and Jordan is cooperation versus competition. So when you think about the idea of, you know, what does it mean to succeed or to even ask, try and help answer the question of like having a good life or being a prosperous, um, you know, species, if you have it, like what made us dominant in, you know, through evolution is that we became a cooperative species. But what we're mm. seeing is we are also highly competitive. And so I would say <laughs> for Jordan, he was all about competition. And for Ted Lasso, I feel he's all about cooperation. But the, 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 the challenge is if you're just one without the other, you, you don't have progress. And I think this is where the idea of balance you need, I think, you need to have cooperation and competition to find that optimal space. Yeah, James came this before and I was like extraordinarily impressed. Well done, James. <laughs> to me, you could put competition and collaboration on one in two ends of like uh, one continuum. You, you, but I don't think you have to. I think you can have them two separate variables. Competition is one variable, like the X variable, and then collaboration is the Y variable. Mm. And so to me, positive sum competition is collaboration mm. Mm. right so you are pushing yourself and others to be better so to me it's not about you versus others but you versus yourself yesterday that's the idea of growth matters versus you know relativism the stack ranking if the world is zero sum what matters is your place in it if the world is positive sum what matters is how much better we can get in aggregate the world is more and more positive sum there are some places like, I don't know, basketball, there's a winner and a loser. I mean, technically you can draw, but that, you know, it's very, very rare. Um, so to me, um, if you are in a positive sum world, which is the vast majority of, I don't know, the world, it's not competition or collaboration. Mm. It's competition against yourself and your, your, the team versus yesterday 
which is called collaboration. Mm. And so to me, it used to be that we had to choose. It's either food for me or food for my tribe or food for the other tribe, right? Yeah. Now, the better we collaborate, the more food there is. And so we're laden with the stories of when the world was zero sum. It yeah. did not used to be positive sum, but you know. Yeah. And we need to break ourselves free. So to me, again, the best parts of both is what it is. Yeah. So I think you'll like this, Duncan. So, um, you know. I better. You've set it up now. <laughs> um, you know, X, Y axes. You've got cooperation and competition, like vertical, horizontal. And you've got a 45 mm. degree line going through up and to the right. And if you go too far, if you go above the line and you go too far into cooperation and not enough competition, you've got stagnation. If you go too far to the right, you've got too much competition, not enough cooperation, you have burnout. And so if you can then find the optimal space between those two, you know, you're, you're either stagnant and you're not moving forward in an optimal way, or you're overcharging it, you're, you're jordaning it, and you're burning yourself out, then you're going to be like, you know, the proverbial hare at the end of the race. You stop and then you rest and you end up losing to the tortoise who just was slow and steady. And so there's this <laughs> middle point. I know I'm going off on several tangents here, but there's this middle point of we got to, like, whatever the level of intensity of co competition we have, if we can support that with the right level of cooperation, then you will meet it at, that, at the right level. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, I think, like, there, there are some jobs that are single-player games, like, I don't know, an author. A teacher is often a single-player game. Yes, you're part of it, a math department or whatever, but your classroom is typically a single-player game. Mm. But the vast majority of jobs are multiplayer games. Um, and so if you can't collaborate well, you're effectively screwed, right? It doesn't matter how much of it the, the, most, the best player matters. Like, you know, jobs the best player mattered, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean everyone else mattered zero. It just means that jobs mattered more. Um, and I think that you could say by the end of it, he did build a great team. Whether it is you know, Craig Ferrandolini, I can't pronounce his name, you know, Tim Cook, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's a great team that is, many of them are still there. That from from when he you know let you know he I think he died ten years in the bit ago which is you know I think it was a, whatever a couple of weeks ago, and so it's not about competition or collaboration it's a both, mm. but it's competition about yourself versus yesterday, and it's collaborative competition like how well are we collaborating versus yesterday, uh, and so to me I think we can improve on all, but the the, the sort of weird dichotomy if if there is one for me, it's that the work required to get better is discipline right mm. and discipline in some respects is singular focus is maniacal is intensity and then if you're doing that work it can be harder if others aren't doing it to accept that right and so jordan needed to be i think wanting others to improve without looking down on them he wanted to be getting better himself whilst enjoying it and not being grumpy that others weren't trying as hard as he was mm. so to me how do you have high standards for yourself that could perhaps be higher than others' standards whilst not being grumpy at them? Well, I would argue that that would be that you see their standards are slowly going up and that you don't have to have others be at the same standard as you. It's more about their trajectory improving as opposed to absolute positions. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would um, so my answer to that is if you are mission oriented, and you have, uh, hmm. you know, you, you have this big, hairy, audacious goal, and you know that you're going to work yourself harder than anyone else to get there. Then for me, the mindset I would have is, in order for me to get there, I know I need to be able to cooperate with those around me to get the best out of them. And that's going to give me the best opportunity for me to achieve my goal. And so I don't see these people as holding me back from my goal but as a core component of achieving it like i can't achieve my goal without these people you can't have one mm. man on the floor against another five to win a game of basketball mm. so mm. they're part of the, the the mix they're part of the the formula that i need in order for me to to achieve and so in in order for me to get the most out of them if I switch into cooperative mode, I feel like that's how I'm going to achieve that part of the equation, which is in order, like, in order for me to succeed, 
these people around me have to be the best at what they do. And so for me to do that, I have to cooperate. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and how do you get them to cooperate? Well, it's a combination of stick, carrot, and inspiration. Those mm. are the three tools that we're talking about here. Mm. And the better you are, the better your inspiration tool is. Yeah. But also the better you are, the more able you are to use the stick tool because there's you can a, get away with it. There's a virtuous cycle so, in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so like the offsetting of the stick tool is the inspiration tool. So you've got to be able to have both. Like your, your stick, uh, your level of stick usage can only be offset by your level of inspiration ability. Hmm. If you are zero level zero in inspiration and level five on stick, you're out. Yeah. You can get away with zero usage of the carrot, but I'd argue that you kind of want maximal usage of the inspiration, maximal usage of the carrots, and minimal usage of the stick. That's not saying it's never valid. I'm sure there's maximal. a golden ratio in here somewhere. No, but I think like you, you use the stick when required. You stop the bully without becoming the bully, as they say, right? Um, of course, you should have a police force. Of course, you need judges and jails. Without that, you have criminals you know, running amok. But if you use the stick too much, you become the bully, hmm. right? And if you're Saddam Hussein or whatever else, yeah, then if anyone comes up against you, that you kill all their family or something, right? Mm. And so to me, this is perhaps the way to look at it. Build your inspiration abilities as much as possible. Build your character abilities as much as possible and use your stick as judiciously as possible. Mm. Mm. I agree. I think, yeah, you know, you got to have a solid, a stern bow of the boat so you don't sink, but you got to have a, a, a big sail so that you can move forward. One or the other doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're at, at summary time, James. I think I might have just done my summary. <laughs> do you want to do your summary? Yeah, okay. You go, go. Yeah. Okay. So there's no iron team, but there is in win. And I think nobody, uh, you know, personified that better than Michael Jordan. So, and, you know, with Ted Lasso, it would really a much more, I think for Ted, a much higher focus on the team itself and that for him what what it means to win so this idea of okay so we've got you know a question of what did it mean to live a good life or what did it mean to be successful whether in business or your personal life you can think of it in two extremes you can think of someone who like jordan is maniacally focused on the goal um you know a, a, um, almost a binary outcome or you can think of it as someone like ted lasso who seems to be a lot more um you know like game of games orientated um focusing on you know leveling up yourself and enjoying the journey and i think it's been a really really interesting exploration around well you know we can see what happens or we can imagine if it goes too far on either of those extremes and so what does it what did it mean to then figure out a way that you can have the best of both because it's not either or. Uh, and mm. so like we've had a number of different, um, you know, dimensions, journey versus a goal, cooperate versus compete. Um, you know, a think win a single game versus winning the game of games. Um, and mm. the answer I don't think lies in any one of those, but it's, it's like your, your, your toolkit. You just add to your way of thinking the different dimensions when you want to think about, well, how am I going to get, you know, the most impact out of whatever it is that I'm pursuing? And mm. the, for me, the answer is not just focusing maniacally and singularly on achieving a certain outcome, but it's not also just about being, um, you know, this, this idea of just a, a nice person, so to speak. Uh, but it's the mixture of both. It's about trying to create this, uh, uh, this environment of inspiration and then just having enough carrot and sticks to move people along the journey on your way. I, I think, I think that should do it enough. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, what does it mean to live a good life? Uh, at one lens or one framework of forward five days a week of purpose, one day a week of play, one day a week of peace during the purpose time. Uh, one easy hack is to make the world better in a way than it was before. Uh, my one for focusing on that is improving education. So you've got to try to do that in a way where you improve the world, but you enjoy it and you are enjoyable to be around. And that's much um, harder because the, often the path to improving it as much as possible 
is the opposite path to enjoying it yourself and to be enjoyable to be around. So the way to improve it the most is to be maniacal and to have that crazy work ethic to mm. do more upgrading than anybody else, to never let any no setback knock you off course, right? And that means intensity. It means, you know, maniacalness. So you want to have that, but you also want to be enjoyable, enjoying yourself and enjoyably around. So what are the ways to that? The three main tools, inspiration, carrot, stick. Yes, build the inspiration, but use the carrot as much as possible and use the stick as judiciously as possible. And so to me, if you can figure that out, you maybe have a recipe for a good life. Uh, and to me, that sounds like a puzzle that you will never solve. It sounds like a way that a life well lived could be. All right, thanks, James. I've enjoyed this. Um, well, I, don't, I don't know about you, Duncan, but I'm feeling inspired. Inspi <laughs> yeah, we're inspiring ourselves. Um, Self-inspiration. Inspired to go have some carrots. <laughs> carrots, yeah. A carrot is a stick of sorts. All right, bro. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Duncan. Bye.